First off, I'd like to say I want to apologize for being so bright. She seems to get your attention. Maybe a little bit of cash to put my gas tank. The last the road a few days. Just letting words speak loud and actions, which is how I was raised. Built a life for my parents. Got nothing nice to say. Don't speak at all. But my favorite punk band taught me to never take the ball. For every fuck up, someone's bound to make. But if you do, I want hell of a song for every honest mistake. This is it. It's it for me. Spent my whole life under dull eyes. Cause that's where I want to be. It's a waste of time How will I ever know if I don't try? And second, I'd like to say that this'll be a lot different than my first show I'm sure to have the kid you knew writing shitty songs five years ago Do it alone, but you know what I should be expecting Still blows my mind, she can't pay for a show and spend the time texting The city news seems dead and that the crowd has died There's always someone in the front row talking louder than I can even scream They got something more important to say or maybe we're wasting their time on stage But if one person connects to just one thing I'd say Then that's enough for me cause we're not just here to get paid this is it, it's it for me Spend my whole life under dull eyes Cause that's where I wanna be You might think it's a waste of time How will I ever know if I don't try? I wanna thank you for being here tonight To watch me make an ass out of myself under the spotlight Can't top the last album Should've stayed an opening act Ten dollar words, one dollar sentence But with half the class attacked Seriously, all the doubt aside Hope you don't mind if I share a few stories about my life So buckle in, let's see how it goes You're listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Kitsy, and with me once again is the unspeakable Caleb Coy. Oh, shit, I, I spoke of you. Damn I it. Know. What, what do I do? I, I'm not can sure. I, can I speak? Or do you know just, just not I'm about saying? yourself. Don't tell you because it hurts? What? Do you know just what I'm saying? I don't, actually. What's happening right now? <laughs> uh, but, but No doubt. Oh, 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 don't speak. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm more uh, disappointed in you for not getting the reference and for me and almost forgetting the name. <laughs> well, I it guess we'll both. have to figure that one out. We will. Probably not. We'll forget. Yeah, I already forgot. Uh, Caleb. Yes, Kitsy. Hi. Uh, we're doing another, uh, as we apparently have gotten into doing uh blind react at least for me yeah uh to to a record that you picked this week do you want to tell us what you picked i yeah i sure will uh so coming into the uh the episode you just heard the track curtains down throw in the towel from the record i spent the winter writing songs about getting better by the band proper uh now this was a a pure uh moment of discovery for me uh, I had never heard of this band. I did definitely never listened to this record uh, prior to this week. In fact, uh, prior to yesterday, 
Okay. I think it was yesterday. It was it was very recently, uh, but we needed a we needed a pick, and I was I was scrolling around, and this actually came as a, uh, I think it was a, like a you might also like uh, based on one of the other artists that we'll be talking about sometime in the near future, uh, and while I don't think that this band sounds anything like that other artist, uh, I was uh, I was glad that I made the decision to check them out. Um, drawn to this record specifically for for two reasons. Uh, one. The line, I spent the winter writing songs about getting better, uh, is almost certainly, if not, it's an incredible coincidence, a reference to the song uh, Came Out Swinging by the Wonder Years. Okay. Which uh, you you might remember was recently referenced in someone's joke about the the flooding uh, uh, post-Ida. Uh, someone saying, I, I came out swimming from a South Philly basement. <laughs> Yeah, which that, would be more funny if you didn't also just experience flooding in yours. Yeah, <laughs> luckily I don't live in South Philly, so that's true. <laughs> uh, I don't mean that as in like anything else wrong with South Philly. I just mean that it doesn't apply to Ooh, me specifically. <laughs> I used to live in South Philly, that's um, true. but uh, yeah, that mm, too soon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, that of course being from the the record Suburbia, I've given you all. Now I'm nothing. Uh, and that is the end of the Wonder Years trivia. Uh, but the other thing that uh, drew me to this band was the name. Uh, so specifically the way that they write it out. It's proper, but with a period after it, which, again, I, I can't say for certain is or is not intentionally a reference to, uh, but feels like it might be referencing the uh, Into It Over It record proper. Uh, Into It Over It, of course, uses the, the period in their name. Oh, so Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, the one little tidbit, I didn't, I didn't really do any, any research about the band because it was such short notice uh, and pick. Uh, but the one little tidbit I was able to glean is that they were originally known as great white, white as in like the, um, like the, 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 the like mythical creature W I G H T. Oh, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was, that was interesting. And, uh, you know, band out of Brooklyn, which makes a lot of sense when you listen to them. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's the little bit of, uh, history that I, I know about the band and the, the reason that I picked it. But, uh, uh, I'm curious, uh, before we get too, too much further down that road, uh, what did you think? First, first impression. First impression. Okay. Uh, I want to stress before I say this, that it's not a bad thing. Okay. Cause it, it might come off like it's, it's a knock, but it's not. Um, okay. my first impression was, huh? This kind of sounds like early against me light. Okay. You know, like like a lighter version of early against me. I like can the, see like that. The, like the Diet Coke version of against me. <laughs> um, and again, that's not that's not a knock. Like I think it's it, it's actually uh really cool. I really I really liked it. Um I'm excited to hear more songs. Uh yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I also got a little bit of a uh like a future teens vibe from this okay. just like a very little bit but which i think makes sense because I, I believe th that uh, this band runs in the same circles uh in the same scene kind of um that would make sense i i'm i'm just i'm basing that just on the fact that like i've seen their name pop up on twitter a bunch with, by people who i know who listen to the kind of music i listen to so um that's a hundred percent what i'm basing that on so <laughs> th do not take that as gospel but uh that is yeah that that was that was my first impression it's uh it's it's cool i like right it on. right on i kind of love that every time i i uh, stumble across a new band uh it's always like yeah people i know have been talking about them a lot on twitter yeah 
Yeah. How do I? That's been how do I a miss lot. these conversations? <laughs> no, I like that this like it's it's very kind of like fast and loose style punk. Uh, it's it's not particularly heavy. Uh, it is very driving, and it's almost on the jangly side. When it yeah, comes to the, the guitar tones. There's like a, a persistent uh, rhythm, like chorusy guitar. That's just kind of always sitting there in the background, I think in, in pretty much every song, uh, which was a little jarring to me at first. Not that I don't like it, but I just I didn't expect that to be like a constant. Yeah. That's something you usually see used as, as a like a one-off effect or like to enhance a, a particular part of a song or whatnot. Uh, but that's just kind of their jam and cool. Um, but this this is another one where there's there there's a number of layers, but they don't they, they all just kind of like mesh they they all kind of flow together not, there's not a lot that like sticks out or stands out or like really like separates in the yeah. mix uh and uh i've spent most of the, my my times listening to through this record uh trying to decide exactly what i think about it and i can say that from a, a songwriting and a performance standpoint i have been enjoying it i mean it only took me like half of like two tracks uh to decide that this was the record i want to talk about but I'm not entirely sold on the like the the overall production of the record. Okay, um, and you know that's the, the that's something where you know that that could change by by the end of this as we're as I'm listening more critically and less just sitting and absorbing. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, this record is is relatively new still, but it was released in 2019, so uh, probably a good good uh, likelihood that it didn't see a lot of a lot of touring after. Uh, it released, yeah. Depending on the, the time frame, if it was early 2019, maybe. But if it was later in the year, probably not. Uh, also, one of the longest records I've encountered in a while—14 tracks and clocking in at almost 47 minutes. Damn, that's uh, that's a lot for today's attention spans. Oh, and especially given that, like, until you get to the last two tracks, the songs barely cross the three three thirty mark. Yeah. So, like, that's a lot of a lot of music in in small packages. And of course, the uh, the first track is a like a, a short kind of instrumental thing. Um, I haven't been able to locate any any lyrics online. Uh, and, GeniusLyrics.com you know, has let you down. GeniusLyrics and Genius.com. Oh, sorry, uh, has let me down. Um, but not so smart now, are you? <laughs> I, I I do enjoy like the what I'm able to pick up because there's a lot of parts where uh, the the vocalist is singing and speaking at a, a very rapid pace uh, in this. Uh, a lot about you know going out playing your first show, uh, playing your first set as a band, and you know are people even going to be fucking paying attention or like you know like there's a, a moment where they're uh, musing about people who will pay you know money for tickets just to stand there and text and um, oof <laughs> yeah right um, but I love there there's a moment where the music drops out and it's just a moment like. We didn't really expect to get paid that much <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> I th oh, I, th no, I think the line was, um, I'm not here just to get paid. Yes, I'm not here just to get paid, which is great. Which, I mean, uh, that's great. You're getting paid. That's awesome. That's, yeah. I'm not. Wait, no get, one's paying me. So You get paid? Yeah. How? What? <laughs> tell us your secret. Yes. Um, but yeah, so uh, when I was picking songs that I wanted to talk about for this, uh, because I, I don't have a, a lot of like you know intimate, deep level understanding of the, the tracks, I mostly went by uh, titles that I found interesting, which uh, coincidentally also do line up really well with some of the standout tracks. And uh, something you may not know about me is I'm actually an ASAP Rocky fan. 
And uh, Caleb, six, what on earth does that have to do with this record? <laughs> track six on this record is called ASAP Rocky Type Beat. Don't get me started on my fragile masculinity. All I heard growing up is queer men can't be manly. So I'll just overcompensate with hypersexuality. Pick fights over little shit and call it integrity. So what I'm saying is A fake out ending and yes, uh, very uh, at least the guitar work in that ending is very uh, like explosions in the sky almost. Yeah. Uh, I could um, like that's I could listen to that on a loop for hours and just like go about my day. Yeah, so so twinkly. Uh, probably related. I mean, this this Ben's merch is uh, sold by uh, Big Scary Monsters with uh, the likes of. You know, American football, Page of the Lion, uh, you know, me without you, bands like that. So I think minus the bear, maybe also like lots of uh, lots of bands that you might come to mind when you start to think about that that kind of twinkly guitar. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I love this track, and I love because like I, you know I see the title ASAP Rocky type beat. I'm like, okay, that's what what are you telling me here cuz it starts out with this very driving like pop 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 and it's like just kind of this mid tempo uh rock song uh and then towards the end goes to a fast beat yeah which is like really exciting and then just suddenly like you said total fake out ending and then it's just this like quiet beatbox and twinkly guitars and this like droney bassline and it's beautiful. And that's like right about at the like minute 45 mark of the, the track and it's, you know, two and a half minute song. Uh, so it's not very long, but yeah, I could totally like, give me a whole song of that. Like make something of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, listening through to the, the lyrics more closely this time around, I uh, really loved the, the story that they're, they're telling about, um, like, you know, compensating for, for societal expectations of being a, a, a queer man. Uh, and you know, they like, you know, you can't be manly. So just, they just yeah. say, you know, I, I compensate by, you know, uh, like hypersexuality and all I do is harm. And just like the, the ways that you know, toxic masculinity hurts, even the people who don't direct, like do their best not to directly participate in it. I mean, it hurts everyone. That's the problem. It really does. That's the problem with it. It hurts literally everyone in one way or another. Kill it. We don't need it. Yeah. Get fucking... It's 2021. You know what? 2021, we're, we're, we're coming up here on the last, uh, you know, last kind of stretch of 2021. 
uh, going into the fall here. I want to see 2022 is the year we just say, you know what? No more toxic masculinity. Leave that shit behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, you know, good luck with that. But I would love to see it. Yeah. And the 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 music on this track, I I, I really like the the you know, I think the the bass tones sound great. It's mm-hmm. kind of the growly, fuzzy overall. Uh, there's a little less heavy handedness if it's there at all on the the chorusy guitar. So I may have been wrong that it's you know ever present throughout the record. I definitely noticed it on several tracks. I will say with the guitars in the in the first, I'm gonna call it movement of the song. Okay, uh, I like b- that before it kicks into the the overdrive uh, section. Um, the the guitar mixing is very interesting to me because you've got uh, on the on the left side you've got your rhythm guitar which is like a clean strummed electric guitar which uh, we need more of you know everyone yeah. always goes right to distortion but like you can still rock with a clean guitar hell yeah you can yeah uh, yeah just saying and uh, then on the right channel you've got uh, uh, like a, a very fuzzy lead guitar yeah and I like the way I like what they're playing and the way they intertwine and the way they like work together, even tonally like where they work together. But like the balance of them is so off. Like the, the rhythm guitar is so quiet and the lead guitar is so loud. Like it almost fe- makes the mix feel lopsided to me a little bit. And I don't know Do if you- that was an intentional choice. Um, but I, yeah, I personally, if I were doing that, I would have kind of even those out a little bit more. Um, but that's just kind of a nitpicky you know, I'm listening critically in headphones kind of thing. I think, you know, yeah. listening to it in any other situation, I probably wouldn't care or notice. Well, and I, I, I was spending the, the last couple of minutes as you were describing the, those you know, two different parts uh, in, in the right and left channels and thinking like, what does this particular thing remind me of? Uh, and I started to think maybe it was the mix for uh, End of the Ring Wars by Appleseed Cast. Okay. Uh, but what I'm realizing is actually old Pop Unknown, that the the tones and the way that those guitars are mixed with the, you know, the, the clean, twinkly, and the, the like kind of okay. snarly, fuzzy lead. Uh, it reminds me a lot of their old stuff. So Nice. I don't, I, this, this was a great track, and I think that that, that like... Um, mental connection that I didn't make until just now. I think that that was definitely, you know, propping it up. Um, I don't know. I love it. It's a good jam. It's a, it's a great jam. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious, Caleb, uh, you are, as you, uh, a self-professed, as you said, uh, ASAP Rocky fan. Uh, <laughs> I am, I am not, not in the sense that I don't like ASAP Rocky, but more in just that, like, I've never invested any time into listening to ASAP Rocky. Uh, so is the beat, uh, I'm presuming it's talking about the beat at the end yes. is my guess because uh, I don't think the beginning, just based on what I know of you know cultural osmosis here uh, yeah. but d- would it uh, be reminiscent of an ASAP Rocky type beat? Yeah, once once I heard the the beatboxing at the end, I can totally picture that being like, you know, hanging out in the studio and someone start beat bo- beatboxing and someone else says and that's an ASAP Rocky type beat <laughs> and the song was born. Yeah. So I, I, I'm sure there's the pro, the story is probably out there. In fact, I, I found an article, but I found it right before we started recording, and it was too long for me to to try to read all the way through. But um, we'll link to it in the show notes, and and yeah. our listeners can check it out. And yeah, maybe it, maybe there'll be a story in there. Who knows? I think the story is in there. I think I saw like a really brief reference to it. Nice. So, um, yeah, definitely worth worth checking out. On that's on under the radar. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. It seems like a, a really good write-up. Um, but yeah, uh, 
before we go into the the second half of the the show, uh, what do we got going on these days? We've been you, you you especially I say we you especially have been really busy. Uh, well, uh, last week or so, I've mostly been pumping water out of my basement and um, trying to salvage all of my gear. Um, that's been un- unpleasant. Well, there is that. Yeah, there is that. Uh, but what do we have going on? Well, we've got uh, we've got a bunch of live sessions out now. Uh, Leftthedial.fm slash live. Um, we've got some more coming up. I don't... Uh, I'm not sure w- this episode's coming out into... I don't know. Uh, just go to the website. Go to Leftthedial.fm <laughs> and you'll see if if new sessions are out or if there's some, there's some that'll, that aren't scheduled as of this recording but probably will be by the time this comes out but i'm not sure which one so i can't say what they are just go to the <laughs> website and find out uh it'll probably be a good band yes um I mean, they're they're always good bands. i mean yeah we haven't had a bad band yet which no. i mean we picked the band so obviously like we would be weird if we had a bad band because <laughs> we'd be like yeah this band sucks let's book them that'd be weird <laughs> just just absolutely amazing performances yeah. across the across the board. Oh, that um, Oceanator one! Nice. My God, that's I. I mean, I love them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love them too. Elise is such a, a a cool person and such a talented musician, uh, and the rest of her band also. They they were lovely, uh, delightful people to be around, and they just absolutely ripped uh, yes. that set. My only regret about that was that Elise couldn't actually hear me when I was yelling at the TV, speak it to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I heckle live streams. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to heckle. The Someone live- has to do it. And you know, that might as well be you. Yeah. Um, is that, I mean, that's basically old man yells at cloud, right? Because, yes, because, <laughs> uh, you know, the live stream is done through, the cloud, oh. I guess, technically. Oh my God. I was, I was like, it was consternation. I think was probably the, the right emotion, uh, about some youths that were riding circles around a parking lot on, uh, <laughs> those, uh, those Renda scooters. And I pointed that out and Ellen was like, well, I'd rather do that than fucking around the street. And I was like, you see the thing I, that I'm mad about is not that they're riding around in the parking lot, which is empty. It's that that level of mild dumbassery generally is a precursor to like full on dumb fuckery. <laughs> and I don't want that on my streets. <laughs> Old man Coy, here we go. If you had a lawn, oh, they would be on it. And you'd be yelling, be yelling at them to get off. That's why I don't have <clears throat> a lawn. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, why don't we hear another track before we, we oh, go wait, wait, into we the got break? more stuff going on. Yeah, we want to, we want to talk about... No, wait, we uh, got more stuff going on. We have more stuff going you, on. You asked me about what was going on, and I oh. only talked about the live stream. We got other stuff going on, too. I, I thought you were done. Please tell me. No, we just got sidetracked. Uh, so what else do we have going on? Well, uh, we, as in Left of the Dial, not as in Caleb and I specifically, mm-hmm. although sure. I am included in this... Uh, Caleb unfortunately can't make it. Uh, he does have to go parasailing with movie stars that weekend. So yes, um, unfortunately sure. he can't make it. But uh, but myself and uh, our frequent collaborator Andrea, who you may know from our other podcast, one of our other podcasts, we have so many. Uh, hmm. Second edition one, Andrea. Uh, she and I will be at Fest in Gainesville this year at the end of October. Um, we will be uh, hanging out and shooting some video. 
uh, trying to get some some interviews and stuff. So if you see us and you want to, uh, you know, say something on camera uh, for for a little interview series we're doing, then you know by all means come find us. Uh, we're also going to have some some T-shirts and stickers, uh, which is not something that we normally have no. or sell anywhere. So this might be. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say it's your only chance to get them because eventually they're probably gonna go for sale on the uh, on the website when we finally figure out how to make that happen. But uh, but for right now, this might be your only chance to get a cool uh, left of the dial T-shirt. Uh, so yeah, if you're gonna be at Fest, uh, come find us, come say hi. We'll be at the uh, the Fest flea market with the table hanging out. Nice. Um. Oh, uh, just today as we're recording this, it's it's oh. a couple weeks old at this point. Uh, the the podcast twenty five o'clock. Oh yeah, uh, which is uh, Philadelphia's oldest music podcast or longest running music podcast, as far as we know, as far as anyone knows. Um, that uh, they played a couple of our live session tracks on uh, on the show and gave us a shout out, which was super cool. So uh, this is me shouting back out twenty five o'clock. Uh, I had not heard the show before they uh, told us they were going to be uh, giving us a shout out. But I listened to it when it came out this morning, and uh, it's a very good show. I, I immediately subscribed, and I suggest you all do the same. Hell yeah. If you have not already. Love to see that, that collaboration in the community, podcast, music, etc. You know, supporting each other. Love it. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So, hey, uh, if you're listening, uh, Dan, I believe is the guy's name. Uh, you know what? I can... I have the uh, ability to get this right, so I'm going <laughs> to... I would advise you verify. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Dan, if you're listening, thank you so much. Uh, your podcast rules, and I will be listening to it uh, all the time now. So hell yeah, hell yeah. Anyway, I think Anna. that's all we have going on, as far as I know. Probably. <laughs> probably. You're probably right. We'll see. Uh, I'm oh, sure more, course, more to come. Yeah, and you know just. Keep your eyes open on uh, leftofthedial.fm or uh, on our, our social media accounts, which uh, I believe are still uh, at Left of the Dial PC. Yes, yeah. they're still Left of the Dial PC. We're trying to we're trying to figure out because we're not just a podcast anymore, right? So the PC sending for podcast doesn't make as much sense. But like, we can't get just Left of the Dial because obviously people already have that. Annoyingly, no one's actually using those accounts; they just have them. Uh, which is a little frustrating for me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we're trying to figure out, uh, what to do with our social media handles that make sense. The, the trick is that like, you know, I, I wanted to go left the dial FM, which, you know, makes a lot of sense. We were able to get that everywhere, but Twitter. And yeah. so it's like, you know, you don't want them to not match and it's, it's a whole fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. so for right now you can add us at left the dial PC, uh, the PC does stand for podcast until further notice. Um, yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, keep your eyes open, uh, to all of those places for, uh, for what we've got in the works. Cause there's definitely more coming. Uh, Ooh, yeah, actually I can't, I can't announce that even yet, but we're going to be streaming some actual like live shows in a venue with people. Oh Yeah. That those are coming up, so keep an eye on on the site, the website, and the YouTube channel for that, because uh, that's going to be really cool. That is very exciting. I uh, I can't wait for one in particular. <clears throat> yeah, the 
uh i can't say it yeah nope <laughs> uh but with that said uh let's uh, let's hear another track from uh i spent the winter writing songs about getting better uh and going into the break i want to talk about the track lime green jerry curl that was a journey yes i you uh, know i i love i always love a a, a good song about uh you know self-acceptance and self-love um that's always a a that's always going to hit home for me, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but, uh, more interestingly, more interestingly, that's not a word. Um, I mean, it yeah. is, but that's not how you, you, you don't use those <laughs> words in that order <laughs> like that. Um, I, the, the thing that stuck out the most to me about the song though, is in the very beginning, the guitar, the lead guitar work sounds like an early nineties video game. And I mean that in the best way. I was going to say, it sounds like the mini bosses. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Because it's over this super dancey beat. And there's these like just huge shreddy guitar tones on this lead. And like that's that's the first thing that comes comes to mind is, okay, video game music, mini bosses. <laughs> and oh, yeah. like a lot of the, the, the songs uh, throughout this record, there are a lot of individual parts that make make this track up. Uh, and I think where this band really like excels is their arrangements of those parts to where, you know, at the end, like you said, it, it was a journey to like yeah. go from the, this dancey part to this like, like kind of droney hammer on lead part. To, uh, you know, there, there's a moment where uh, for just a split second, the, the drums cut out and it's just a quick clap and then just right back into the beat. And like, it's just so, so cool. Uh, <clears throat> And so it's also important to note that uh, this band, it's, uh, there are three members. Uh, I did finally find their names, uh, Eric, Elijah, and Natasha, uh, all black, uh, which I thought was really fucking cool uh, that the algorithm showed me a band that didn't look like me for- Hey, yeah. You know, <laughs> for nice change. work, algorithm. <laughs> I like it. And I love, like, the more that I sit and listen to these tracks uh, and headphones and really, like, really listen- uh, yeah, like you said, like the, they're all about uh, singer Eric's journey of growing up a queer black man in the in the Bible Belt, and Oof, like don't needing, envy like, that at yeah, all. <laughs> needing to get out, and as he says, like you know, get a, find freedom, find my family, and you know, for the the first time in his life, you know, he found a, a band where like all the members were black like him, and like that was just such a. a uh, a, a pro, you know profoundly like comforting experience uh, from what I can tell from from this article, which again I've, I've been trying to read little snippets of uh, as we're listening to the, the track, so I can uh, speak a little bit more in depth about the band themselves because I, I'm really I'm falling in love with it. Yeah, <laughs> like no, I, I'm I really I'm, like this. Stuff. I'm all I'm super into this. Like we're three songs in, and I'm like this is this is what's up. Uh, you mm-hmm. see, this band's from Brooklyn. Uh, yes. Oh, we got to get them on Left the Dial Live. Hell yes, we should. I'm going to email them the moment we're done recording. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I love that. Um, and yeah, that's the the expressiveness and his lyrics. And like, you can really just, you can, like, he brings you along on his story. And it's very personal, very yeah. intimate, and very, like, visual. And he talks about like joining a band to play drums and they made him play trombone. And there's a brief, like three notes of a trombone in the song and it just moves on. Yeah. And like the way that they like illustrate and then like punctuate those points uh, with the arrangement of the song is just brilliant. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, like you said, he really brings you along on this journey and, you know, it makes you, at least for me, you know, makes me feel, uh, you know, to, to a far lesser extent, I'm sure, but like what it kind of felt like for him in those moments, like it, it, some of his lines just hit real hard. And these are not experiences that I've had. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did not grow up a queer black man in the Bible belt, um, (laughs) (laughs) at all. And yet, uh, I find the, you know, the sentiment and the, the emotion and, and whatnot behind these lyrics to be, incredibly relatable and and very uh you know universal um yeah it's it's which i mean it's a hard thing to do is to take an experience that's very specific to you and make it relatable to a broad enough audience that you know other people that did not have that experience at all can can hear it and relate to it and empathize and and kind of feel uh you know a little bit of what you were feeling so that's that's like that's a super cool thing and i you know I, i think it's worth pointing that out yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, I think, you know, for someone like me who had a vastly different uh, childhood experience, it's important to hear other people's stories and understand what their lives have been like. And for people who lived similar experiences, it's important to hear themselves, their, yeah. their yes. lived experience, their lives uh, represented in music. And yeah, it, it's come up before uh, when we talk about you know, the, the exclusionary nature of a lot of music scenes and how punk can be exclusive of people of color or uh, LGBTQ people, or, you know, uh, know, we had the the in-depth conversation with the, the uh, folks from early riser about how hard it is being a a woman in the music scene. Basically Uh, anyone, but cis hat, uh, white dudes. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, there's plenty of representation there. Uh, but anyone else like struggles to, to find, people that that look like them and that have gone through similar things as them and i think that's i think that that's changing you know Mm -hmm. i i don't and again i don't know if it's because in the last several years i've made a conscious effort to seek out more of that music or if there's just more of that music being made i think it's probably both i think it's a little of both uh Um. but it seems to me like that's starting to change and that makes me so happy and even like you a record like this, you know, I've, I've talked a, a bit here and there about the, the the production quality and like the things I do and don't like about it. Uh, but one thing I can say across the board about this record and the way that it like is sonically, it you know you could easily pluck this out of time and drop it into my rotation when I was in like you know when I just dropped out of college, and it fits. Yeah, and like I wish that I had seen bands like this. Uh, when I was that age, and, like that would have made a positive Im- impact on my life. Uh, and, you know, that's only to go so far as to say, like, how much more of a positive impact it would have on people like the the members of this band who didn't see themselves yeah. uh, on the stages when they were growing up. So more of this, please. Yes. But first. But first. We do need to take a break and hear from our sponsor. Uh, we will, of course, hear Lime Green Jerry Curl take us out. Uh, And when we come back, we'll talk about a few more tracks off of the album. I spent the winter writing songs about getting better by proper. So stay tuned. Let me set the scene. 
10 years old, six months pregnant with a jerry curl that's lime green. Mom says I'm not bad, she also says I'm not sad, so I'm not sure what worth her word had. Counselors say I'll make friends real soon, but I'm too white for the black kids to black to be a token coon. Another school where I don't fit in, another year wait for summer so I can trail behind my brother and his friends. I don't think they like me either. celebrated a birthday since. Did I do I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Colin Ryan. And we're here to tell you about the new podcast coming to the Night Shift Radio Network. It's something two white cishet dudes have never covered. Star Trek. But here's the twist. The omnipotent god is actually a malfunctioning robot? No. Well, maybe. But the real twist is we roped our mom into it. That's me. Hi, Hi, Mom. Mom. In the monthly podcast, we will cover all the Trek movies from the motion picture to beyond. Our lifelong love of Trek comes from being introduced to it by our mom at a very young age. But that's a story for the podcast. Look at you, Mom. You're a natural. That's why I'm the Admiral. So join us September 8th for our monthly podcast, Where No Mom Has Gone Before. Available on the Night Shift Radio Network, wherever in subspace you catch your podcasts. Now... Which one is the one with the whales? Four.
listening to Left of the Dial. I'm still Kitsy. Caleb is still unspeakable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I did it again. Spoke of him. Uh, this is just breaking all the rules. You better be careful what uh, what deep magics you're messing with. <laughs> Man, if I had a nickel for every time someone told me that. <laughs> you have at least five cents. I'd have six nickels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're still here. We're still here. We're still talking about the album I Spent the Winter writing songs about getting better by the band Proper. Uh, and if you're just tuning in, that's very weird because this is a podcast. I don't know why you wouldn't start at the beginning, <laughs> but hey, I'm not here to tell you how to listen to podcasts. Uh, I'm listening to this for the first time as we record this. Uh, and so far I'm loving it. I am so glad it's, it's very rare for me to get a, a, uh, truly positive blind react out of something I throw at you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this time, this time yeah, this time. This we'll- was one like when I heard this, the, the the couple of tracks that made me decide to to pick this one. I thought like, I got a winner here. Kits is gonna dig this one. Uh, you you were right. <laughs> you were correct. Uh, but coming back out of the break, we heard uh, the actually the the very next track on, on the record, track number ten uh, of fourteen. As we said earlier, there's fourteen tracks on this record, uh, and it's called "Fucking Disgusting." Well, it's <laughs> called f- "Disgusting," uh, at least according to Apple Music. Yeah, and Spotify, it's "Fucking," and everywhere else actually on uh, on the the Big Scary Monsters Bandcamp. Oh, okay, because uh, on anywhere. Apple Music, it's F and then a bunch of asterisks and then G, so it's f- g- disgusting. Oh, Apple. Apple always trying to to tell us what that they know what's best for us. I I like I like the word fucking spelled out. Thank you very much. Thank you very fucking much. Yeah, you uh, know I don't because like we all know what it says. Apple. Yeah. Like yeah. No, you're like you're not fooling anybody. No. No. Like it's it, um, you know we all know what that word is. Also directly from the source because during the break you found the band's actual website which I had been struggling to find. Yes. Uh, which is like real proper. Dot com, uh, and they have a, a music page that uh, looks like oh oh yeah that works. Uh, it has a little streaming built right into it that was very loud when I hit play. <laughs> well, you know what they uh, say, yeah, Caleb, it's too loud. I'm too old. Yeah. I know that much. Uh, but it is spelled out entirely on here. Fucking disgusting. Uh, when I say this song's a mess. I don't mean that as a diss. Yeah. The song is a bit of a mess, but in a really interesting way. Um, See, I was going to say it has uh, chaotic energy. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Very chaotic energy. Um, Before the break, I was saying how you you could plop this into my my rotation in the early 2000s and uh, wouldn't have missed a beat. Um, And it's tracks like this that really cement that because this I could have seen like – specifically streaming this off the the crank records website where they had a, just like a really like shitty quality mp3 uh streaming uh player built into the website all of the recordings were totally like jank like basement like like probably not a lot of uh professional hands touched it before it got released sort of stuff mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and it was all awesome um, I loved it. it. It was it was so opposite of what I'm what I'm normally into. Uh, but this kind of like 
I love the you, the chaotic energy. I love that. That was the the best description. Like the the leads uh, on this, especially through the, the first half, are just kind of all over the place, uh, and almost like like a, like a Kermit running around with his arms flailing. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can see that. Uh, meanwhile, the the bass and drums are like they're not boring by any means, nope. but they're just solidly holding down well, someone's the rhythm got of this track. While the guitars are just all over the place, the leads, but then the the rhythm is just this droney, very heavily affected, and it's it's neat. Um, and uh, it it the song starts with uh, a very clever joke. Uh, what do you call a man who expects to get but never give head? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But then it goes very much into kind of the other side of the stories that we've been hearing from Eric throughout this record of his uh, journey to finding acceptance uh, outside of you know, his his repressive home growing up um, to now him opening up and saying like, all of these things that you you could be like maybe you identify one maybe maybe you don't identify at all which I, I loved that line uh, all of these things is saying like I don't care as long as you've got room for me as yeah. long as you oh, answer when I call that's and beautiful. it's such a sweet sweet sentiment uh, and I love the dichotomy of that with the title fucking disgusting <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> which a- someone probably heard the first line instead <laughs> again a song is born. Uh, but should we talk another, about another song? Uh, yes, let's let's talk about another song, Caleb. And uh, I'm glad that you put this one on your list because scrolling through, uh, looking at the song titles, I saw a, this song has a feature, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that feature is Willow Hawks, who is uh, uh, the singer of the Sonderbombs. I was going to say, I, I saw a, I, I didn't recognize the name. I did a quick Google search and saw a reference of Willow Hawks alongside the Sonderbomb. So I was going to ask if that was the case. Yep, uh, that is the case. Uh, so yeah, let's listen to, uh, let's listen to Bragging Rights featuring Willow Hawks. I worked way too hard for this. Told myself I will go until I believed it. Astros to be my biggest critics. The motivation I needed not to quit.
be my favorite song off the record yet i can believe that uh the 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 fuzzy bass in the beginning well through the whole song really but yeah the the fuzzy bass i loved that uh that line about you know there could be someone who looks like me who feels alone but doesn't need to or i'm I'm paraphrasing a bit but that was i mean that just touched on what we were talking about earlier yeah you know so good and yeah uh, and you know willow's performance uh obviously amazing a willow is amazing um, so no surprise there. Uh, yeah, this song was an absolute jam. I, I'm putting this on a playlist. I don't know which one, but I'm putting this on a playlist. Hell yeah. Uh, and yet yeah, the, like Willow and Eric's voices go so well together when they're, when yeah. they're harmonizing or when they're like doing call and response. Uh, and this song is, is much more like big rock and energy, mm-hmm. uh, than a lot of the stuff. So it's like really like heavy distorted guitars and not like the, the jangly, uh, clean or the like chorusy wet so- uh, you know sounds that we hear you know throughout the rest of the record um and you know big emo energy on this with the like the looping call and response at the end where you've got like one line that's repeating another that's like a higher almost like yelling pleading version of that and then like another like totally different line looping underneath and like kind of syncopated with each other like ah oh. It's like this. This is my shit. This is very much my shit. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, again, I I would love to spend more time, you know, listening closely to lyrics, and I would love to find a source where I can actually read them because that helps my brain a lot. Uh, but definitely seems to be uh, just another uh, push on the idea of empowerment and acceptance and of representation and like you know claiming and reclaiming who you really are. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Love it. So, so good. The world needs this. The world needs this. I needed this. I didn't know I needed this, and now here it is, and I needed this. I'm so happy. So thank you for finding this, Caleb. You're welcome. Thank you to the algorithm for for putting in front of me. And I guess specifically thank you to uh, the artist that we'll be talking about in a few weeks that I won't name just yet um, for uh, me like 
going on a lengthy binge of listening to their music that put this in on my radar. So hell yeah, uh, hell yeah. Um, oh, before yeah. before we get into the last song, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to take this time to address a rumor that's been oh. going around. Uh. You know, I, I just think it's time we I think it's time we clear the air with everyone okay. out there and okay. address this rumor that's been, you know, kind of just really just haunting us for, for quite some time now. And I think it's time, uh, Caleb, if it's OK with you that I uh, address this rumor, just kind of, you know, with just yeah, with, I mean, uh, just just with the facts. I think it needs to be done. OK, uh, so I will. uh I will confirm that the rumors are true. Uh, we do have an email list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can find that at leftofthedial.fm. Now, here's what the rumors don't tell you, which is the thing that's really frustrating for me because this is actually the cool part. Like, we have an email list, big whoop, everyone does. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here is the cool part that the rumors don't tell you is that uh, in November, uh, right after Fest, we're going to be giving away a few $50 Bandcamp gift cards to random subscribers of our email list. So what wow. that means is you can go subscribe right now. Or you can wait, but I mean, you're going to forget. Let's be honest. If it was me, well, I would have already forgotten to do it. I mean, we, we got to take into account the people that will be gone until November or the people that are just waiting for someone to wake them up when September ends. Well, that puts them in October, but I guess it's September now. Damn it, Caleb. (laughs) Anyway, the point is if you sign up for our email list, you will be automatically entered into a a giveaway of, I believe it's going to be four $50 Bandcamp gift cards. Uh, We have not quite confirmed that rumor just yet. Uh, but I do believe it will be four. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm going to say right now, it'll be at least four. Okay. It'll be at least four. I'm gonna, I'm committing to that. Uh, the rumors are true. Yes, we have an email list and we will be giving away four $50 Bandcamp gift cards to, uh, anyone signed up to our email list, uh, at the beginning of November. So yeah, what the hell? Why not? And uh, what's really cool is that uh, I often forget we have the email list and don't send all that much email anyway. So, <laughs> uh, but you will get, uh, you, I mean, we really only email you when we got new cool stuff going on, like a new live session or something like that. We don't email you every f- f- fucking 20 minutes like some of these email lists do. Because true. I don't, I, get, I, I don't have the time for that. I'll be honest. I got other things to do. I um, get the emails and it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. I get them too because I, I, they're that good. I write them and I get them and I read them anyway because I'm like, yeah, this is a good email. I'm glad I signed up for this. Oh. Anyway, so yes, the rumors are true. Left of the dial.fm. We have an email list. Just scroll to the bottom. You'll see it. And uh, you just throw, throw, your, throw, your, throw your email address in there and, and get ordered. To, get ordered? Get ordered to win. Get entered to win a $50 Bandcamp gift card at the beginning of November of 20. 21 whatever year this is this is 2021 yeah so that'll be the year that we do it i mean we we might do it again after that who knows but we probably will we like giving away gift cards to band camp it's gonna be the year it's finally gonna be the year the year that what one the one that we do it oh yeah we've been talking about it for honestly almost a decade now 
<laughs> and yeah, and finally, but, but see, here's the thing. We had to first, we had to start the podcast and then we had to start yeah. the podcast network and then we had to launch the website and then we had to figure out how MailChimp works. So like there were some steps involved. It took us a while to get around to it, but here we are. Here we are. We have the email list and now we can finally give away some $50 Bandcamp gift cards. So yes, yes, we can do it and we will. Anyway, I'm sure anyone who has hung on this long is like, oh God, please shut up about these, this email list and get to the last song. So guess what? We're going to do that. Hell yeah, we are. What's uh, what's our last song, Caleb? The song we're going to go out on is uh, track eight called IDFWA, uh, and in parentheses, art school. And uh, I don't know for sure, but I, I, I'm fairly positive that the IDFW stands for I don't fuck with. And I assume the A is art related but these are assumptions maybe okay. it's i don't fu- maybe it's i don't fuck with assumptions and they're specifically calling me out they are yes you have been <laughs> caleb this whole <laughs> podcast actually has been a setup to call you out on this specific thing no uh, it's been a very <laughs> elaborate call out uh it took years in the making anybody well now we now we sound stupid for uh <laughs> if we had just listened to the song before we started talking about it we would have known it's uh i don't fuck with anybody it happens though you know, and that's uh, one of the reasons I appreciate that we, we take another moment and, and listen to the tracks before we, we give our, our final say about them. Because uh, there are things that uh, definitely get missed. Yeah. In, uh, in casual listens or in more like ambient listens. Um, but I do love that uh, Eric names specific exceptions to the rule of not fucking with anybody and does specifically call out Eli and Tosh, the, uh, the members of his band. Uh, I'm glad that he, I'm glad that they they fuck with each other. I think yeah, that's, that's important. It it would be weird <laughs> if you didn't fuck with the members of your band. Like, yeah, I mean it happens, but no, it does. I've been in those bands. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's no, no fun. fun. It's no fun for anybody. Nobody nobody should be dealing with that. Um, but this is another kind of a big big rocker uh, with some. I I will say somewhat jarring leads that are like, a little bit a little bit are just like constantly on the verge of like feeding back or like totally breaking up but somehow managed not to but again i, I get the the sense that uh this is another example of you know, you know part of uh eric's life uh of of his journey of finding himself you know trying out school and you know there's a reference in one of the other tracks we talked about where it's like i didn't i didn't need a, a year of school to to know it wasn't for me or something like that oh boy uh, which I can relate to. <laughs> I I can as well. I th- I believe I've dropped out of, co- of college three times now. Me too. Um, and I'm probably I, I think that's probably enough. The last time I dropped out of college was actually for a good reason, uh, and that's because I got a job offer in the field that I was going to college to get a job in anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember that, and that so made sense. It was kind of like, oh, sweet shortcut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Anyway, enough about our college histories. No one cares about uh, ancient ancient history because we're because see because we're old. Because we're old. It's the joke. I turn forty soon. You do. And when I turn forty, am I officially too old to be to be cool? Like, do I have to resign the podcast? Well, okay, a couple things, Caleb. You've been too old to be cool for a while now. Oh, um, that's <laughs> no. I, I'm too old to be cool. I'm just, I'm not like putting you down. I'm just saying like we're both we've both been too old to be cool since probably since about 2011. Um, it's true. <laughs> maybe actually I'm going to say about 2015 is when, when the, the coolness, uh, meter expired for both of us. Okay. Um, 
but I squandered my cool years. <laughs> we, a tale as old as time, Caleb. Uh, but that doesn't mean you have to quit the podcast. Okay, good. I just I don't want to drag down the credibility. <laughs> if, if that starts happening, I'll let you know. Okay, listeners, if I'm dragging down the credibility of the show, let me know so I can go out with dignity. <laughs> Uh, I think, though, I think after this week, though, I might get a little bit of a stay on that because this is very cool. This is extremely cool. You found a very cool record. I am. I, this is another one where I'm like, I'm surprised you found this before I did. It uh, happens every now and then. Because this is this is extremely me. this is like the kind of record I would pick for the podcast for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad that you picked it and I'm glad that it, it was such a good record. I can't wait mm-hmm. to to listen to the whole thing. Because, uh, again, this was a blind reaction for me. This, I was listening to these songs literally for the first time as we were recording. Yeah. Uh, so I can't wait to go back and listen to the whole thing and uh, see if the other songs are just as good. And uh, I'm going to guess they probably are. I think you're going to dig it. Uh, I, I, I don't want to make too many assumptions because I don't fuck with assumptions. I mean, I, I think six, <laughs> if six songs into the record, I'm into the record. I'm probably into the record. Yeah, I mean, you're into enough of it to enjoy it, even if it's like, I like half this record, it's still like a good lengthy P. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, I'm pretty sure the whole thing's gonna, gonna be good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anything else we gotta talk about before we uh, get out of here? I don't think so. I think, uh, I just, you know, I, I hope uh, other people dig this uh, record as much as, uh, as we did. Yeah. And uh, I hope... Uh, yeah, I, I looked over Proper's tour dates, which you can find on their website we mentioned earlier, and I'll link it in the show notes. Uh, if if they're coming near you and you can, and like the venues are being responsible near you, go see them, go support them. This I I wish that I could, and uh, I'm hoping that someday I'll get a chance. Go see but, uh, go see Proper. Go go catch them on tour. Go pick up this record. Listen to it. It's very good. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and go out on IDFWA parentheses Art School. Close parentheses. Gotta close your parentheses, Caleb. It's very important. Yes. And yeah, great record. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This has been Left of the Dial. I have been Kitsy. Caleb has been Coy. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Couldn't do it anymore. Being a yes man, smiling, nodding. I thought that helped me approach people with the common collected stability. Just a deer in the headlights, shooting the shit and getting drunk like Bible times. Another buzzard laying on the beach, trying to drink for cheap with people that didn't need me. Now I don't fuck with anybody, not you. you wish you knew